don't know if you can sense there at home what we're feeling here, and that is the presence of the Lord flooding this place. It is because uh, we give that sacrifice of praise before the Lord, and we know that God is worthy of glory, honor, and we offer it to him, and he just dwells in this place. So we're so grateful to him. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to encourage you there at home uh, or wherever you are to get your notebook and just want to share with you some thoughts. Uh, it's so good to be able to just worship the Lord together. I, re I really mean that. And even if it's together through, uh, through technology, nonetheless, it's together. Um, and we thank God for the privileges that he gives us constantly. And church, we're facing unprecedented times. I mean, we are finding almost by the hour, things being stripped away from us in our daily life, not only here in New York and the United States, but I know we have people watching us across the oceans as well. And uh, this uh, virus and this uh, health crisis has covered the entire globe. And the things that we were so used to doing and so used to having, all of a sudden we don't have them any longer. And, uh, and it creates this unsettling feeling deep down inside. And oftentimes we can get caught up in, in just what we're hearing and just what we're seeing. And for those of us that have a walk of faith, it's very easy for our faith walk to be impacted. And too often, uh, uh, my brothers and sisters, too often we allow the things that we say to be skewed by what we hear in the news and what we hear in in commentary with our neighbors and friends and, and what we see on the internet. Too often, we allow um, words to come out and we repeat things that we have heard that instead of building our faith, what it actually does, it neutralizes and even worse, it can even weaken our faith and expectation for the day of tomorrow. And it, it creates a situation deep down inside of uh, uncertainty, of even depression, I will, I will venture to say simply because we start to repeat things that we hear others saying. And I just want to remind you today, church, that we are, we, we are an army of God. We are a family of God. We belong to the Lord once we gave our hearts to Him. And we need to carry ourselves differently. And so today, in following through uh, with Psalm 91, I've been parked on Psalm 91 because as I keep reading it and reading it, there's so, so many refreshing things that emanate from there that are applicable to today. And uh, as I keep reading through Psalm 91, I, I went to the second verse, and I want to uh, use that as a, as a biblical platform to talk to you under the following theme. What you say matters. What you declare, what comes out of your mouth has power. In fact, James even talks about that in, in his writings in the New Testament that the power of the tongue, we have to be careful, church, because oftentimes the things that we, that we declare, the things that we decree, the things that we pronounce, the things that we announce, all those words that come out of our mouth, if we're not careful, uh, those things can influence the people that are listening to us. And I'm fully aware right now as I'm speaking to you through this microphone and through technology that the words that even I say right now can lead you to a place of glory, blessings before the Lord. But if I'm not careful, I also have the ability and capability to even offend, which is not my intention. But nonetheless, it could happen because words matter. The things that we say matter. And 
And this psalm is a wonderful psalm because as I've taught the last time I went to you in the small devotional I gave yesterday and before, you know, we're living in uncertain times. We need to have faith and strength. We need to have confidence in the Lord. We need to move forward. We need to paint the picture of this incredible possibility that we have in God. That is hope when we paint the picture for tomorrow. Uh, but if we're not careful, we'll allow, allow other people to doodle and scribble on that picture that we have in the future. And we start to believe too often what science might be saying. And then worse than that, we might repeat what science is saying. And I want to just remind you that God is above science. Science emanates from God. Or, or we listen to people in authority and power and they say things. And, and even when they say things that are true or false or exaggerations, oftentimes we park ourselves on that. And what happens, we end up repeating what we say or what they said and we repeat it to others. And those words are carried through the atmosphere, may fall on ears and, and then become entrenched in hearts that might not be as strong as you are. So I want to challenge you today in this time of calamity, in this time of um, sickness and, un and uncertainty, let's just be cautious and judicious in the way we, we let words be conjured up inside of our hearts and our minds and certainly what we say because what you say matters. And look at what the psalmist tells us in this Psalm 91. I will say. He realized that what he, and of course psalms are songs. So he realized that people were going to be repeating this Psalm 91 as a song in their processions, whether it was the religious journey and pilgrimage to the high city and the holy city or into the temple, particularly during holy days, that as they, as they were repeating this psalm now as a congregation, they needed to repeat what the psalmist wanted to be repeated because that matters. And he says the following, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. And I want to urge you today to look carefully at what he was actually telling us. He's saying, us, he's saying to us here that God is uh, he's the one that is our, our refuge, a place that we can go and hide and be protected. When you think of refuge and that word that is inserted in there, it's a fortress, it's a castle. It's a place where, where, where there's a, a military apparatus to help protect from whatever harm is there. And God never changes. By the way, God was not surprised by this coronavirus. In fact, I want to repeat what we're hearing here in our, from our, in our church so often from so many of us, but also in particular, uh, I have to attribute it to Pastor V. You know, God knows the expiration date of this disease. We may not know. We may not know when this is going to end or how long this journey. We, we're going to be okay. We're going to make it through. But we don't know when it's going to end. God knows. God knows why it's here. And he's aware. Nothing happens out of his purview. But we, we really need to declare, and this takes an act of faith, that he is our refuge. He is the place where I can go run and be safe. And in fact, in the psalm, it says that we have to hide even in a shadow. That's how powerful he is. The Old Testament teachings, there was this, these places called uh, cities of refuge, where when people find themselves stumbling and falling or making a huge mistake, all of a sudden they can run in through the, into that fortress, city of refuge, knock on the door of the temple and of, the, of, of the sanctuary and walk in and they will be safe. No one would touch them. Church, we need to declare that science is saying one thing, leaders are saying something else, but God has the last word. 
And you and I can find a fortress in him. He never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Many of you listening to me right now, you know this as a personal testimony in your life. That when everyone had given up on you, when it seems like everything was falling apart, friends and families turned their back on you, the only one that helped you to get through and received you with open arms was the fortress, was God. And I want you and I to get into the practice of declaring and repeating and decreeing that God is my fortress, that God is a place that I can take refuge in Him. When we see also that He is the one that is the, not just a fortress, there's two words there. And when you look in the other, inter- in the other versions of Scripture, it's broken down slightly different. But yes, he is our refuge. He is the fortress, the place where we will find strength and the place where we will hide. But it says, in whom I trust. Oh, church, and you know it's so true, brothers and sisters, that when we're in a position that we're in now, we don't know if we can trust the person we're greeting. Here in New York, you go in an elevator and you don't know if you can trust that that's a sanitized place. We walk here and there and everywhere and sometimes automatically someone stretches out their hand to greet us and we, 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 we respond to that. We don't know because we're in a place now where what we thought was secure is no longer secure. But I submit to you that in times of uncertainty, here we find the psalmist declaring that he trusted the Lord. In fact, you know it's true. Sometimes we can't even trust our own impulses. Because we can be impulsive. We can all of a sudden react to things. And then after we've participated in that, then we have some regret. It happens to us in the complicated things of life and even in the simple things in life. You know, you're staying home all these hours and you know you're eating different than when you were eating before. Because it's there. And then afterwards you feel guilty. and You say, oh, I shouldn't have had that ninth donut or whatever it might be. We, we are impulsive. We, we do things and then later on we want to... We start wishing we can turn the clock back so I can do a little bit different. We need to be careful, church. We can trust the Lord. He is solid, never changing. He's immutable, omnipresent, omniscient. Let me just stop there for a moment because the same God that we feel right here, the presence of the Lord in this room as we're, we're broadcasting this service to you, He is there with you at the same time. In fact, let me take a little bit further. I said a few moments ago, he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. What I didn't say is the following. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, all at the same time. I mean, I don't know about you, but sometimes I forget where I was a few minutes ago. I have to say, did I say that word or not, right? God doesn't forget. God doesn't get confused. This virus has not confused God. The chaos we're seeing rising up in the world today, these feelings of uncertainty, have not taken the Lord off of his throne. He's still firmly planted. And my word to you today is that we can trust him. I've decided and I've chosen to trust him. This church has decided to trust him. We're doing church like we've never done it. This is all new to us. You know, we're going down a road. What is it in Exodus in chapter 3, I think it is, that it says, I'm going to take you down a road you've never been to before. Here we are. We, we don't know. We don't know. States are declaring things here and government officials are closing and opening things. We, we don't know. But one thing we do know is God. But the psalmist takes it further. Say it. Declare it. Decree it. 
one of the neighboring states here in, in, in the, to New York City has just uh, said, I read it before we started the service today, and the, 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 uh, the governor said um, that everyone in the state is going to get, um, uh, be, be, can be uh, infected by the virus. Everyone, right? That's not very reassuring, right? You can decide to accept that, or you can decide to remember that God is our shelter, that God is our fortress, and that I can trust in him. And some of you out there might be saying, yes, but don't be silly. No, 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 I'm not being silly or nor ridiculous. I'm believing the promises of the Lord. I prayed a prayer when this whole journey started. I pray a prayer of covering over this congregation and this ministry and everyone connected to this. I didn't just make that prayer because it was expedient for the moment. I firmly believe, I firmly believe that God will cover us. So who am I going to trust? Am I going to trust scientists? No, I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to try and understand, but I'm going to trust God. Uh, uh, elected officials and, and government agencies, they're going to say their things and have their rules. Yes, I'm going to listen and understand, but I'm going to trust God. In fact, even sometimes loved ones will tell us things that, you know, you got to trust the Lord. You've got to trust the Lord at the end of the day. Understand where they're coming from. But at the end of the day, we've got to move forward and then declare it. And that's what I want to get to as I'm drawing to a close. He says here in the psalm, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. We already unpacked that the last time. And I will say, please repeat it with me there at home. And those that are listening to me right now, repeat this because we have to say this because what, say, what we say matters. Oh, by the way, before we say it, remember the devil knows nothing about you or your future except what you say. doesn't know anything about your kids. He's not omniscient. He's not all-knowing. Only God is. So we got to be careful what we say. So let's declare this to neutralize anything that we said before that he might want to take it as collateral to try and destroy us. And let me read it first. He says, I will say of the Lord, and this is a quote now, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Please repeat it with me. Uh, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. One more. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. When you listen to the news and it's unsettling for you, look right at the news and just say, He is my refuge. My fortress, my God in whom I trust. When the doctor says, oh, we need to talk to you right now. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. When you're feeling strong and somebody comes and deflates you by the news that they're telling you. And when uncertainty starts to kick in, what do you do? You go to the text and you say, because what you say matters. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Father, I take this moment to pray a blessing over your people. Scripture develops our faith. The hearing of the word and the teaching and preaching of the word builds our faith. And in this time, Lord, today, where this Sunday still adds confusion to our lives, and we hear this and that, and, we, and it's sometimes difficult to sort out what is true, what is valid, what is legitimate, what can we stand on. Thank you for Psalm 91 that gives us the words that we can say because words matter. 
Help us, dear Lord, that we can fully trust you, see you as our fortress, our strength, and that we can put all of our confidence in you. And by doing that, Lord, then we can paint a promising tomorrow without any fear nor trepidation. Because we realize once again, Lord, that what we declare matters. So I bless your people. I thank them, dear Lord, for giving us the victory today. And I pray, Lord, as we send this prayer of, of strength and inspiration across technology, let your children right now receive, Lord, that blessing that we're declaring and decreeing over your people today. I thank you as I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Isn't God good? Come on, let's give him a praise offering right now, thanking him right there at home. The workers that are here with us today, God bless you. Wonderful God.